We did another round of Woods Big List today, which was fun. It was, uh, well, how do you know when you've had too much to drink? And, man, did everybody have some fun with that one. We also had maybe the greatest, maybe it's just me of all time. Yes, absolutely. And that's on you. It was big. That was your fault. It was a big one. Don't don't do it. (laughs) And uh, we also did Kelly and Woods' big bag of questions, where we pull random questions that have been asked to us. What's the biggest lie we've ever told? An update on our Reba jacket. Yeah. A a lot lot of action. We covered a lot of ground today. Let's stop talking, and let's get to the other talking we did. Kelly and Wood. Wood's Big List. Wood gives us a topic and we all chime in and create Wood's Big List. So we need your help on this one. What is today's? Today's topic is very simple. Signs you have had too much to drink. Oh my gosh, am I an expert on this one? Well, I'm glad I asked because the texts are already starting to roll in here. I was shocked at the amount that are coming in already. Uh, How about this one? If I can't feel my toes, I know I'm screwed. Oh, gee, you're going over at that point. Uh, other ones sim- similar to that. Ears turn red or your lips go numb. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> the numbness seems to be a big thing here. Oh, yeah. That's why you drink, to go numb. Uh, everyone, when I have too much to drink, I tell everyone, quotation marks, I love you guys, end quotation. So you get really, they get whoever texts that in gets really mushy. I notice you're not saying any names on these. You're protecting. I think I should. You're protecting the people. Okay, that's good. That's probably a good move. I want to keep names out of this. Yeah. Uh, just falling and having the battle wounds the next morning. <laughs> that's always embarrassing when you wake up with like a you know a raspberry on your arm. You're like, how the heck did I get this thing? Now I don't drink. No, you don't. But I have worked in a bar for numerous years, been a bouncer. I've been around people who drink. So I'm almost like a black box of being able to tell of things that people do when they've had too much to drink. Mm-hmm. The number one one on my list pulls out the phone and calls the ex or texts the oh, ex. Oh, man, that's the worst. Uh-huh. That's a good one. one oh, right come there. on now. Now, I, I mean, obviously, I've been married for, I don't know, 13 years now, so that doesn't happen anymore, but oh, gosh. Yeah, just... I, I didn't, and imagine you're just drunk, your contact, you're not saying anything cool. No. Do you ever think about me? <laughs> just wondering, how's it going? Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you one of those cringy moments <laughs> that when I'm driving around... Please, sir. Sometimes I'm just like, ah. Well, I had this girlfriend. I dated her before I dated my wife. And it was an ugly breakup, as most of them are. Mm-hmm. And I used to run into her all the time out and about, right? Because she was popular. <laughs> I was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget one time I was just drunk, and I pulled out my sidekick to text her. And I was like, do you think if we met now that we would ever get together at this point in our lives? And you know what she texted me back, dude? And I don't think I ever reached back out to her. She was like, I don't have time for this sappy stuff right <laughs> <laughs> Because like, I had seen her at a bar. You know, I still had feelings for her, whatever. And I saw her at a bar, and I was and you know, she looked like she was living her best life. Mm-hmm. I looked like I had just crawled out from underneath a rock. And I was just like, do you think we'd ever get together? Oh, I hate myself for that. I, I'm telling you, if I go back to my 20s, I hate everything I did in my 20s. I hate that guy. Yeah, cosign. <laughs> You're so, dude, we never would have lasted if you would have known me in my 20s. Oh, no. I was no. just a sad sack. Mm. But I got one. Mine is that I fall asleep, dude. I, <laughs> if I have too much to drink, I just, I'm down. We've, as we've all seen firsthand. Like the picture I just posted earlier this week of me falling asleep in the entryway of my home. Mm-hmm. I, I've fallen asleep mid-conversation with you. Numerous times. Few, yeah. Now, after. I will give you credit. You rally quite well. Because I need that, I need that, mm-hmm. you know, 45 minutes of sleep to let my brain readjust. I remember one year we were doing the announcements at Firefest, and Kelly just disappeared. He was gone. I had, yeah. to do, I had to do like two of them by myself. Then all of a sudden, about an hour and a half later, a door like gets kicked open, and here comes going, <laughs> hey, Johnny, yeah, let's hit the stage. <laughs> Where has this idiot been for the past 90 minutes? I needed to regroup. All right, I, got, is. I got one. When you uh, when you start taking like shots of something and you don't taste it, oh, you know, regardless yeah. of what it, you're just like, oh, boom, and you feel like a champ. That's when you know you had maybe a little bit too much. In that same vein, when you do, you don't say no to any drink, mm-hmm. oh yeah, where you're just like, fine, what is it? Pump it into my bloodstream. Uh, this is Woods' big list signs that you know that you've had too much to drink. I can tell you another one that I used to see as soon as I saw somebody at the bar, I knew I they they were getting kicked out. Where they will take a sip and they'll just keep it in their mouth. 
Oh, yeah. Because their, bo- their body is literally saying no more. Stop. Yeah, and you're just like, hey, that's that dude's got to go. <laughs> Usually, hey, close out that well, tab. They got to bounce. Deep, those are some deep cuts, Wood. Oh, like, I've got a list here. That, those are, like, really good. But I remember that, like, because I used to drink a lot of rumple mints, which is just, that's 100-proof peppermint schnapps. Oh. And I remember, I, I bet you there was nights I probably did 15 shots of rumple mints. And by the end, my body wouldn't even let me swallow. And then I would vomit, and I'd be like, cool, I made room for more. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, immune system. Uh, other texts rolling in here. As soon as I start telling people exactly how I feel about them, I know that's has been too much. <laughs> oh, that's oh, yeah. good. You start speaking super Minnesotan. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you oh, go. there you go. Another shot. Uh, Jason, this one's... Oh, sorry. Wow. This one's not bad. I start getting much louder. You do yes. know that everyone starts picking up that volume. Yeah. My girlfriend gets a higher pitch in her voice. Oh, yeah. I noticed that when she starts going high, uh, octave higher, I'm like, okay, we need to, we need to move <laughs> out this way. Kathy texted that exact same thing in. My voice goes up a few octaves. <laughs> <Yep>. Higher pitch. <laughs> yep. Why is that? I, we're getting a lot of good ones. Yeah, People are texting them in. The funny thing is we keep going back for more. I, I kind of hope my kids aren't listening. Eh, if they do, trust me, they already know. They probably already know, don't they? Mm-hmm. All right, well, good. Okay, let's gather some, and get some calls coming in here, too, for these here. We got Wood's Big List. What is a sign that you know you've had too much to drink? Kelly and Wood. All right, we got Wood's Big List going on right now. And today, your list is Wood. Signs that you've had too much to drink. All right, we got a lot of calls and texts coming in. And what is your sign? I usually start falling down. Okay. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good sign. That's a, how about before you get to that point? Before I get to that point, uh, I guess just starting to slur your words and losing your balance, I guess. I don't yeah. know. The slurring words is a good one. Yeah, that's a good sign right there. All right, Kirsten, we appreciate your help this morning. You guys have a great day. Yeah, slurring the words. That's always, I, I'm really bad at that. That's a dead giveaway. Other yeah. ones that I uh, were getting in on the text, you know, shout out to Stephanie. You're exactly like my wife. My husband always knows I've had too much when I start to one eye. I close my left eye so things aren't blurry. I will look over at my wife and she'll just look at me and she'll just have one eye open. And you know. I know. I, and I just say, babe. That's it. That's a wrap. Back I'm her fine. down. Back her down. Yes. No, I'm fine. I'm yeah, like, no, you're not. Then with that, you back up a little bit to try to get into focus. Yeah. Gotta, uh, zoom back. Yeah. Oh, there we go. My nah. wife. My wife will look like she's just looking right through me. It's as if I don't even exist. I can't even explain it. Maybe she's seeing the future. She gave up. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Other texts rolling in here. Uh, how about my sign is I start buying drinks for everyone I'm around. Oh, yeah. Because you, you don't want to drink alone. You don't want to be the only drunk. That's another thing I do is I, I offer up drinks to everybody. And then the other thing I do is I start making plans. We're like, we should get together next weekend. <laughs> and, then, and then people will like text me during the week like, hey, are we still getting together this weekend? I'm like, who? Huh? Who is this? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. And then my wife would be like, oh, great. Now I got to put together a party for you. This is so much fun. Other people texting <laughs> in things. Uh, how about this? They all want to be the DJ. I want to be the DJ, or I put in $30 into touch tunes and let it rip. (laughs) That's fantastic. Uh, This one, I don't understand. You guys made my tongue starts to sweat. Huh? Okay. So that's that's usually like right before you're going to, you know, puke and rally or something like that. Letting it ride. Dude, when we were in New York, I was so hungover in that Uber ride. I think I know exactly what this person is talking about. When you were drinking Pepto-Bismol out of the bottle? I was (laughs) drinking. I had a whole bottle of Pepto-Bismol. And that Uber driver was looking at me like, this dude's about to blow. Because I was trying to just get any gas out of my system that Mm -hmm. I could. So I was like... Look, I was trying to suck the Ew. sickness out of my oh, stomach. Oh, it was a fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Diet Coke and a Pepto-Bismol. I was as hungover as a man could be. This may be my favorite text. And again, I'm going to leave names out of it. I start getting an Irish accent, <laughs> which is weird because I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's too good. Uh, I'm so, what, I am so glad you don't drink. Yeah, so hey. that, because if you drank, we would just all be a mess. Then you know, like you're the you're the rock, you're the beacon that keeps me from going too far. The North Star, if absolutely. You will. Oh man, we got tons more. Any good funny text that you see coming in? Uh, how about when I open up my wallet and it's empty? That's or how about this? One? When you have what they call bar money the next day, when you pull the cash out of your pocket, it's just like oh a yeah, big, it's a big crumpled up ball of bills. Another one saying, uh, I always start telling people I love them. Yeah. 
Now, when I do take pain meds, oh yeah, I do get into my feels. You're very emotional. I have sent <laughs> numerous messages to like high-ranking people in this company, just being like, "Look, I don't tell you enough. I love you." And then, and then the funny thing is, none of us respond, Mm-mm. and then we just kind of act like it didn't happen. <laughs> and my wife will come running into the bedroom. She's like, "Look, people are texting me." I need to take your phone. I'm like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I just got to finish telling Bob Layton that he's my bedrock. <laughs> Yoink, phone's gone for the day. I will tell you this. Speaking of being the DJ, I will listen to the same song over and over and over again. Mm. Like, if it's at the end of the night and I'm super drunk and everyone has left the house, some sappy song is going on, Alexa, and I'm listening to it over and over Those again. Those poor children. Think of yeah. when your arms go above your head and start yeah. swaying. Uh, new text came in. My sign is when someone asks me if I'm drunk and I start repeating, I'm not even drunk. <laughs> then I've had too many. <laughs> Look at this one. I get touchy. My wife says that about me. My wife says I get super sensitive when I drink. Uh, what about this one? When the drunchies kick in and you eat anything you can get your hands on. I went one time with a buddy of mine who was really hammered. He's like, can you just take me to Taco Bell? Yeah. He ordered one of everything on the menu. Wow. It took him like 20 minutes to get this order together. (laughs) And when he got it, he was already passed out. I ate like a king. It was like $128 or something like that. That's actually the shocking point of that story is that you can get one of everything on the menu at Taco Bell for $128. I think the guy was... Probably more drunk than my friend was. He was yeah. just putting in. He's probably like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, I don't get the munchies when I drink for some reason. My dad used to always say, I'm not going to waste a good drunk on food. Mm. And I think I have that same thing. Like, I'm not going to drunk or eat and then get tired. I got drinking to do. How about this? When you have to go around the whole neighborhood and apologize the next day <laughs> after the party. <laughs> That's a, that's a pretty good one there as well. That's a classic one. This is so much fun, man. All right, we got another one sitting on hold here. What do you got? Hello? Good morning. Morning. Uh, when I drink too much, I try to blow out the alcohol, and I will stand and I will go. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's like, you're drunk. I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's a great one, Can man. I hear that noise one more time, please? <laughs> <laughs> and does it work? Oh, heck no. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. We are joined once again today by stand-up sensation Jonah Maddox because you got another charity event happening this weekend. I hate money. I just want to give it all away. Beautiful. <laughs> yep. So what's going on this weekend now? This weekend, we're doing our annual show for uh, the Compassion Connection. Okay. Yep. They're a nonprofit in our area who do a lot of things for kids in foster care, but what really drew, drew me to them was they buy kids in foster care Christmas presents during the holiday season. And Love so it. we're doing a benefit to get them guys uh, some more funds and keep them rolling. Jonah, why do you spend so much of your time working with charities and stuff? Because it seems like everything you do has, a, has some mm-hmm. charity tie into it. What, what makes that, what gives you that drive? Uh, I don't know. I guess I've kind of just always helped people. I was a combat medic in the Army. I worked for the state VA helping veterans in college. I uh, just... Helping people's cool. I don't All know. Right? It is. No, <laughs> you know, that's fair enough. I just because we have you in a lot, and the most of the time we have you in, it's because you have something like this going on. Yeah, it, everybody needs to laugh too. You know, yeah. and and veterans and foster care groups, those are people that have had some tough times, yeah, and they could use some laughs and some money. So why not help them out? And the, the, obviously, the foster care is something really important to me. Um, you know, my my wife grew up and dealing with some foster care stuff, and that's tough, man. And I it just honestly. I'll turn into Kelly here if I start thinking about foster kids not getting Christmas presents. Oh, dude. I mean, that is just heartbreaking stuff to think about. So it's really cool that you found someone that's willing to work with that stuff and do things for that. And then you get to have a comedy show on top of it. I mean, that's something you could just raise money for just standing outside yeah. and you know with a cup. But the fact that you're giving people a little show for their money, too, is pretty cool. Yeah, and last year we hit our goal. We were able to raise enough to to buy each kid in the system a present. So we want to do that again, maybe get two presents and plus more donations. And this is happening, where is it happening this weekend? This weekend, November 19th, Beaver Island Brewing Company. Now, if somebody wanted to donate some money, let's say they can't make it out this weekend, you know, weekend leading up to Thanksgiving, people are traveling and stuff. If somebody wanted to give some money, though, and make a difference with you guys, and maybe help you hit that goal, is there a way that you guys have that? One, if they can't make it, that's unacceptable. So... <laughs> oh, I'm traveling. No, it's fine. No, absolutely. Um, we actually have a donation portion set up on our ticket sale portal on our website, or you could go directly to the nonprofit's website or Facebook and make a donation through there. 
Okay, awesome. uh, you know, I'm going to set up a link and we'll we'll text in maybe like comedy or something like that. Yeah, make it easy to spell. Right. <laughs> We've seen when we try a new hard word. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows if we even spelt it right? I was about to say I was going to do compassion, but then I was like, eh, two, maybe one S. <laughs> Can I give a shout out to our sponsors real quick? Sure. 100. Cool. Thank you to State Farm for Dustin Upgreen, MC's Dugout, Busy Baby Matt, Snap Fitness, Andy's Hometown Tavern, and Forever Young 2 for both of our uh, upcoming benefit shows making this happen. And if people um, want tickets, where do they go? Tickets can be bought on our website at www.sillybeavercomedy.com. This weekend, we're doing a, a comedy benefit show for the Compassion Connection, nonprofit organization that's helping foster care kids, and they're buying Christmas presents for kids in our county this year. 100% of the ticket proceeds are going to them, you guys. Laughing for a cause, laughing for kids. Let's go. Kelly and Wood. Wood, the saga of the uh, the Reba McIntyre jacket. The Reba McIntyre leather jacket. With a big picture of Reba McIntyre airbrushed on the back of it. I wanted to wear it to our uh, CMA watch party that mm-hmm. we did, but it was $375. Which is a chunk of change. That's a lot of money to spend on a joke, on a goof. <laughs> right. But then you had the idea of auctioning it off for charity, but I was worried that no one's going to buy a raffle ticket, and I'm going to be on the hook for $375. For a Reba McIntyre jacket. In classic Kelly fashion. Right. Well, we had someone listening. His name is Timothy. And he reached out and he said, hey, guys, I'll buy the jacket for the Kelly and Wood Christmas party that's coming up December 15th. Mm. Now, we have him on the phone with us right now. Timothy, are you there? I'm here. All right. Now, Timothy, before we even go any further, have you seen the jacket? Not just uh, the picture on uh, Facebook that you guys posted. That was it. Okay. Oh, that's real, and it's spectacular. Yeah, that was not doctored in any it's way, shape, or form. Like, that is the actual jacket. Like You don't need to put hands on this to understand what it is. And for anybody who hasn't seen it, just picture a 90s leather jacket with a full-color, full-size back-of-the-jacket airbrushed Reba McIntyre picture. You can text in the word podcast right now to this station. Text in the word podcast. It'll kick you back a link, and the Kelly and Wood Instagram is on that link. Okay. And you can go there and see it if you would like. All right. Now, Timothy, you said that you would buy this jacket. Correct. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I heard it on the radio, and what I thought would be fun to do for the Christmas party is, obviously, you got to wear it. But then we can raffle it or auction it off at the end of the night, and all proceeds go to uh, a charity of choosing. I'm thinking something with the veterans or anything okay. like that. Well, it should be a charity of your choosing. <laughs> if right. You're one, if you're the one dropping all the money, I, but we'll make sure the money I, gets I there. Got a cu- I got a couple in mind, so I know there's one, and I'm hoping that we can work with that one, that junior auxiliary, if she's listening out there. Okay. But I just want to make sure that you're going to be cool with dropping $375 on a Reba McIntyre leather jacket that you don't even get to wear after the party's well, I mean, over. you can wear it if you would like. You can take it for a little test drive. Or you could buy a <laughs> raffle ticket and you might win. You might win your own jacket You never back. know. <laughs> the only question is, at the end of the night, after that raffle's done, Kelly, are you going to cry when you got to give that jacket up? <laughs> I will be sad when my family and I go to that antique shop and that leather jacket is not hanging there anymore. What if you go and there's another one the next week? Like, he's got like six of them in the back. Just rotating stock. Because that jacket has become an ongoing joke in my family with me and my daughter. Every time we go in that antique shop, it's still hanging there. Is that a conflict of interest if I buy a couple? As long as we're not the ones pulling it, I think right. that's I'll okay. I'll say, what if I win? Then I was be like, this was rigged. Oh. So I better not do that. Because who wouldn't want to rig a contest for this sweet jacket? <laughs> All right, so in the next few days, Wood and I will head to the antique shop, and we will we'll record us buying the Reba McIntyre airbrush jacket that we will be giving away December 15th at the Kelly and Wood Christmas party at Raleigh's. And, Timothy, you better reimburse us because I don't want to be stuck paying $375 for this thing. <laughs> and, Wood, we better get down there quick because all this talk has created some buzz around the jacket. Trees are talking. We don't want to lose it before the Christmas party. <laughs> hey, that's going to be a hot, you know, somebody might go buy it and get it for a Christmas present now. Who knows? Can you imagine? The disappointment on the face when you open it up and that's your Christmas present. <laughs> all right, Timothy. Yeah, we'll, we'll cry. We'll, 
We'll be in touch with you, and we'll get this coordinated, and we will acquire the Reba McIntyre leather airbrush jacket. For now. now, Wood, you have written down questions that have been asked over time. You have numbered every single one of them. Shall I pick a random number? Uh, yes, between 1 and 126. We've had a couple of new ones come in. I will pick number 83. All right, scroll on down here. All right, here. Very interesting one. Uh, this one came in from Patrick. He says, what's the biggest lie you have ever told? Okay. Boy, I got a long list. <laughs> I got a long list. Why don't you go first, Wood? I, I, okay. I, the biggest lie I ever told and got in trouble for was I was a junior in high school, mm-hmm. and it was Miss O'Toole's math class. And I may have told this story on air before. Possibly. I don't remember it. I got in trouble for swearing in her class. And... This was kind of when the movie Deuce Bigelow was out. Male Gigolo. And I told her, I kind of pulled her aside. I said, Miss O'Toole, I apologize, but I have Tourette's Syndrome. Oh, jeez. She bought it hook, line, and sinker. I had immunity to say whatever I wanted in this class. And let me tell you, brother, I used it. How long did that lie continue? I actually got away with it for about six weeks or so. And then uh, there was another day I, in her class, I was talking about something, and I said that my mom was handicapped. Yeah. And she, that's not something to joke about. Miss O'Toole, yeah. I promise you, my mom's handicapped. You could even call her and, you know, test me. Now, mind you, I did not behave well in this class. Mm-hmm. I was a knucklehead. Yes. And obviously, I was working blue. <laughs> right. That night, she called my house, and I heard my mom on the other, in, in the other room. And she starts talking. She says, yes, I actually am handicapped. And I was just like, oh, in your face. <laughs> you came at the king. And so, you know, they're having a talk. And then I hear my mother say, Tourette's. Oh, no. I bet, you're, I bet you got a little flop sweat. Oh, I knew. <laughs> I knew my bubble had busted. And uh, I had, I think, like a solid month and a half of detention. I had to go to her class and do extra math. That was the worst. My question is, why would you want to be that vulgar in class? What, to, to go so far to say you have to read just so you could be vulgar as heck in well, class? I, I said it so I wouldn't get in trouble for swearing, but then right. once I had the immunity, that's unchecked power, man. I, if if I had to think of the biggest lie I ever told, some of them I can't, even, I can't bring them to the air. Like mm-hmm. It would make everyone hate me. More Even than, more? <laughs> more than they already do. <laughs> but most recently, the biggest lie I told... So you know that my one of my side hustles is that I produce podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. People send me raw audio. I add music. I, do, I just do everything to it, right? Well, one of them was paying really well, but it was called Latinas in Leadership. And they wanted a, a Latina to edit it for them. Well, I just happen to have one of those in my home. My wife is Latina. Yeah, you don't own her, by the way. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I have one in my home. But I'm saying that in my home there is. If this is a vacuum cleaner. A Latina. So I thought, you know what? And I didn't tell my wife about this because she would have been like, no, that's dishonest. My wife walks the line when it comes to honesty. God bless her. She keeps us on track. But So I set up a fake profile with a picture of my wife. It, so that if she want, if this person you know just ever wanted more pictures or whatever, I had to use a picture of my wife, so I had more. I set up a fake profile on on this business on this thing called Upwork, where you can find jobs like this. You're catfishing people for work? No, 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 no. <laughs> so I just said, as strong Latinas, we need to stand together, and I know that I am one of few Latinas in this business, and I would love the opportunity to work on a podcast called Latinas in Leadership. That's catfishing. No, it's literally not. to the. T. That's why are you judging me? I didn't judge you for claiming to have a disability, and I'm I'm just claiming to be someone that's adjacent to me. Yes, you white bread. How dare you? <laughs> so I just and, and I got the job. <laughs> of course you did. For about two years, I was editing a podcast called Latinas in Leadership, and then I got too busy and couldn't do it anymore. So I think I messaged her back like, "Hey, I'm going back to Mexico. I'll see you later." <laughs> Adios! Adios! It's been a pleasure. Muy bien. <laughs> That's so much worse than mine. How is that worse? I was doing it because, dude, the, the world of podcast producing is a competitive business. So if if I have to... <laughs> If I have to affirmative action my way in there, then that's what I got to do. Yeah. I, this is to support my family, man. You want you wouldn't steal a loaf of bread to feed your family? Hey, steal a loaf of bread, okay? <laughs> but all I was doing steal an identity. I don't know. <laughs> it was my wife's identity. I don't think that counts as identity theft. Mm. So that's the biggest lie I've ever told that I'm willing to share on the air.
I don't know if this is a good one to share. That's a rough question. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Woodle now gives a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, and then we're going to put it up on the trashy scale in the trash fire. We're headed to Florida. North Carolina, my friend. North Kakalaka. That's where we have 45-year-old Cindy Kolovic. Probably saying that wrong, but who cares? That's when Cindy was walking around and she decided, you know what I need to do? I need to break into some cars. Heck yeah. So sure enough, she broke into a locked 2018 Honda Accord and started rooting around. And wouldn't you know it? She struck the mother load. Because not only inside this car did she find goods and services, she found a couple services. Uh-huh, she found a couple purses and wallets. She also found, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. A brand new pair of Adidas shoes and socks. Adidas. She took those too. In fact, she took off her old shoes, huh. left them inside the car, popped on those new socks, and wore the new shoes out. Bye-bye. Well, she stole the credit cards and started racking up Uber rides. <laughs> She took an Uber to a gas station. She went inside and bought nearly $50 worth of snacks. And, of course, she paid for it with a stolen credit card. There you go. Well, as you can imagine, the uh, owner of said goods and services finally was able to figure out what it was. When the police tracked down the stolen, I guess the tape of the Mary or Cindy using the stuff at the gas station. Yes. She was wearing a stolen purse and those Adidas. Oh, you wear them out, man. Well, when the authorities started interviewing the uh, people who own the gas station, she said, do you know who this is? Oh, she said, that's Cindy. In fact, that's her right there across the street. When authorities went across the street, Cindy reached into her fanny pack and pulled out a bullet. (laughs) She said, you guys better watch out. I'll throw this at you. Believe it or not, the authorities were not too worried about that, went up and made the arrest. Inside her fanny pack were numerous stolen credit cards, ammunition, and some narcotic paraphernalia. No guns or anything, though, just ammunition. Just the bullets. I'm picturing like a small 22 bullet or something like that as she pulls out. Pew! As she throws it. Well, and oh yeah, by the way, she was still wearing the stolen Adidas shoes. She was taken to jail. I wonder if those were Yeezys. I, you don't want those back. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we give this one a score, Wood? Come on. Uh, just randomly deciding it's time to break into some cars. It's trashy. Mm-hmm. That's 175 points trashy right there. Uh, we also got uh, walking out with the shoes. Like You don't even just steal them. You wear them. And leave your old pair behind? That feels trashy to me, man. Yeah. I'm going to get that 150 points right there. Uh, then going right to the convention. Buying $50 worth of snacks is trashy. I can do it. <laughs> Some bugles. Well, with the amount of times I've aligned myself with the trash flash stories, I think this one hits you a little bit. Little muddy buddies. $50 worth of snacks at the gas station is trashy. It can add up. Yeah, so I'm going to get, I'm, I'll score it low, though. 125 mm-hmm. points. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Thank you. Uh, and then... Uh, Going just and standing across the street, that's a bad criminal, and we, as we know, bad criminals are trashy. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling a bullet out of your fanny pack. That's scary at first, maybe. I don't know. Would a cop be scared by someone pulling out a bullet? No. Like, what if I slap this in this gun? Because what, what if you would think, like, oh, my God, if she has a bullet, she probably has a gun. There's no gun. She didn't have a gun. She didn't have a gun in her fanny pack. All right. Then just pulling out a bullet and no gun. Yeah. That's trashy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that 200 points right there. Uh, she was arrested, 75. The fact that she had multiple ammunitions in that fanny pack, mm-hmm. I'm going to get that another 100 points. Pew, pew, pew. All right. Do we have? Is that it? That's it. We didn't do it again. Points of the points. All this week, we have not cracked 1,000 points, and it's starting to break my heart. Mm. Bring it tomorrow, man. I will try. Please. But this is a good score, and we got close, man. Are you ready? And don't blame me. I brought a, I brought a woman literally holding up a bullet. <laughs> Come on. Did I score it wrong? No. The points are the points. All right. Well, here we go. Today, our bullet-throwing lady earns herself a respectable, a so close, 900 50 points. All right, we're about to do Maybe It's Just Me, but someone wants to address yesterday's Maybe It's Just Me. If you missed Maybe It's Just Me yesterday, my thing was that there's a theory going around that I saw on Reddit that oxygen is actually just poison 
but it takes 75 to 80 years to kill you. And that was that was the big maybe it's just me yesterday. Would you had a huge problem with it? It's ridiculous. Brian Riley was in my camp though and yeah. agreed with me that that's it's a good theory. It's fun to think about. It, right? it is. A good, I mean, I, I wouldn't say fun to think about, but it, yeah, it's a good theory. And we were saying if you give someone 100 percent oxygen, it'll kill them. So why not a slow dose of oxygen over your life kills you? A lot of people have problems with it. Obviously, so much so someone wanted to get on today before maybe it's just me to address yesterday's Beth. What's up? If you think oxygen is going to kill you, you're crazy. Thank you. Tell me why. What's your theory on it? Um, okay, well, I work in the medical industry. I'm a nurse, and you you need oxygen to survive. Yes. But what if you right. give somebody 100% oxygen? Um, okay, well, you can survive for a short, but there is such a thing as oxygen toxicity where you're over-oxygenated. See? Now, hold on a second. That Thank sentence you. right there should just prove to you morons that she's right and you're wrong. You guys can't no. say those words, and she knows what they actually mean. No, no, no. We can, no one can she, spell those either. <laughs> I feel like you just proved me and Briley, Brian Riley right because you said, yes, you can get over-oxygenated. Okay, but over the course of 70 years, 75 years, you're not getting over-oxygenated, but it's still taking its toll on you. I don't know if oxygenated is the right word, but <laughs> I, think I know where you're going. That. You know what, Beth? You're going through what um, I go through every day. You're trying to argue with morons, and they beat you with experience. No, we did get a text, though. Somebody said that you need water to live, but if you drink too much water, you can die from it. Right. So why, why can't it be the same well, with oxygen? Because you're dying from a lack okay, of oxygen, you morons! You can die right. from a lack of water, too. You can die from a lack of, you can die from a lack of anything. Beth, where are you at? I'm going to come meet you, and I want to be your friend. I need new friends. Fine, go! <laughs> You can um, overdrink too, but that is also an imbalance of electrolytes, which again comes back to metabolism. I think she's using big words to scare us. I'm still waiting to hear how that proves this theory wrong. (laughs) I I really am, Beth, and and I love you, but I'm just telling you, there's a lot of holes in your argument here. But, okay, but do you know how long it would take you? Like, yeah, about 75 (laughs) to 80 years. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Shame on you. This segment is supposed to be fun. Shame on you. It's being turned into a constant argument over the things that I bring up. Now maybe maybe today's will will land right with you, Wood. Come on. Did you know that if you want to keep flowers looking good in a vase long past when they should... You put a little Viagra in the water. Now, we're, we're not a dirty show. We're not trying no. to be... This isn't locker room humor or anything like this. This actually works. It was a, con- a study was conducted by an Israeli and Australian researchers, and they found out, as a matter of fact, Viagra is so good at keeping flowers alive and upright, long... <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I didn't say anything. I, I'm literally just reading this with the look on your face. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good at keeping them... Looking good in the vase. Sturdy. For long past when they should be. And so much so that in flower competitions, mm-hmm. they actually dissect the flower now. And they make sure that there's no Viagra in the stem. Mm-hmm. That's how successful it is. <laughs> this ain't that kind of show, man. I... I should have known. I should have known. I couldn't bring up the word Viagra without you being a child. I am more amazed that we have reached the end of the road when it comes to things we need to research. That two people were like, you know what? Let's check this out and let's see if this works. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz, <laughs> shrinkadink. Amazing. Well, the thing is, though, I mean, because flower competitions, people take those seriously. If you didn't know, mm-hmm. is there some stiff competition? <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what's happening right now? What? You're limiting the amount of materials I can bring to the air <laughs> by your sophomoric attitude. Mm-hmm. This I should have known. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know those in the vending machine, the the bathrooms they got the vending machines mm-hmm. with the with the extra. Yeah. You watch yourself. Of, you think watch one of yourself. Those would work with the flowers as well, or is it only? Oh, you mean the one like the off-brand yes. ones? No, no. Yeah, those are names. those are like those are like just vitamin C. Those <laughs> things are like nothing. <laughs> Not that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still having problems, but man, my cold is, my cold is gone. <laughs> Guys, seriously. If we're going to be a bunch of dudes sitting in a room doing a morning show, we cannot do this because hey. we're going to chase away every female listener we right. have. Right. Mm-hmm. 
But if you want your flowers to look gorgeous, ladies, <laughs> give them a hot dose. <laughs> I heard that putting smaller flowers around it also helps make it look bigger. Are we done? <laughs> I, I thought I had a good one today, and I should have known that you cannot bring anything up in this room that says the word stiff or upright or... Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you did. Maybe you're like, wait, what was he even saying? Doesn't matter. We're moving on. On to the next thing. And I'll have another one for you tomorrow. We'll see if we can't be adults about the next one. Grow up a little bit. Yeah, please. Come on. And I'll, I'll say... And tomorrow, I may have to say again... Out loud to the world. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. And uh, we covered Wood being wasteful with soda. Possible. No. <laughs> you wanting me to put junk in my body. Also, we found out about my head. Oh, yeah. The splotchiness. <laughs> it's, Can we it's find not, a better word, please? It's not that bad. As long as you keep shaving every 45 minutes, it doesn't look that bad. Hit the button, sir. <laughs> All right. It's our bonus track from 5.40 in the morning. We tack it on to the end of the podcast right here. Kelly and Wood. Now, was Marco Polo blind? I don't know. I never. Marco Polo was the most anxiety-inducing game as a child. Really? Because you got your eyes closed. You're in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't know you're going to accidentally step into the deep. I wasn't a fan of Marco Polo when I was growing up. Never played it. Dude, serious question here. Whenever the kids got ready to play, I was gone. Do you know how to swim? Dude, I can, I'll swim from here to Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a phenomenal swimmer, as a matter of fact, sir. That is like the least anxiety-inducing game of all time. I don't like having my eyes closed in the water, man. Hey, you don't like water you can't see the bottom of? I don't like walking around with my eyes closed in, in open water. Okay. It seems dangerous. seems foolhardy. Now, do you play fish out of water? Don't play, I don't play nothing in the water, man. I take the water seriously. Gee, all right. Water safety. I might toss a ball back and forth, but that's about it. You? What are you about in the water? Just all exercise? <laughs> no, I snorkel, man. Sir. <laughs> I do snorkel. In I know how pool? to snorkel. No. In the lake. I mean, maybe in the pool. Like if you have diving rings or whatever. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> like the things you play with when you're six. <laughs> Or 16 or 60. It doesn't matter. What's the difference? Kelly's a grown man. Just imagine you showing up to the pool, diving rings around the arm. (laughs) Diving rings are fun. Who's ready for fun? Diving rings. Then you create games like who can go get all three without coming up for air and, you know, those kind of fun games. Mm -hmm. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. This is out of your league. I do. When's the last time you just went swimming? Uh, Last time I was at my parents' house. Must be nice. I just find it hilarious that you and I have such vastly different ideas on everything. Well, and yet here we are every morning. (laughs) One cohesive unit. Uh, Exactly. I'll even talk. You know what we disagree on? You throwing away that soda earlier. Well, we're going to bring this to the air. I can't believe you threw away a soda for absolutely no reason. A soda that you paid money for. Please text in because I need backing up. I'm drinking a soda and I look down at the bottle and it's expired. Okay. It expired on Halloween night. Of this year? Of so, 2022. So two weeks ago. So I'm not putting that in my body. Two weeks ago, a soda. What's in a soda that can even go bad? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me look at some of the uh, ingredients here. Carbonated water. I think that's okay. You're probably good there. Caramel color. That's probably that fine. ripe with botulism. I'm sure that's not even a real... Aspartame. That sounds sketchy. Phosphoric acid. That's fine, probably for eternity. Pospantanium besnayite to protect taste. <laughs> Natural flavor, citric acid, and caffeine. I think all of that can go by. No. Or go bad. Go bad? No, absolutely not. I, you were just like, this is expired. I was like, it's a soda, dude. Who cares? It's pop. Jen texting in. Yes, correct. That's fine. Things like that don't actually expire. It's a best buy date, so it's a matter of the flavor not, may not be as good. I don't buy that. On a diet soda, you weren't going to be able to tell the difference. Thank you, Rachel. She just texted in. Throw it away. Throw it away. If it was milk, I'd be like, yeah, get that out of here, man. I'd try and see how it tastes. It's not that old. I was drinking it, and it did taste a 10. It did not. It did not, dude. And you not looked at the expiration. And who looks at the expiration date on a soda? I do, because I would have only put the finest ingredients into this machine. (laughs) Then stop drinking diet soda. Expiration dates do not mean food is bad. From Jason. 
Kurt says the soda was fine. Just add brandy. I can't be doing that. Becca said uh, the soda, it, wait, wait, I would have thrown it away too, especially since sodas don't expire for years. That's true. Uh, Weston, I think you have a uh, spelling mistake here because he said the poop was definitely still good. <laughs> yeah, just exit in the uh, pop, I meant. Yes. He must be listening to a different morning show. Uh, at least recycle the pop can. About, of course. Come on. Kelly, come on. Show a little respect. Right. No, that's all fine and dandy. I care about Mother Earth. But I'm just saying, I've never seen someone like. like just, it's, a, it's like if. Um, I don't know. It's like if a. I'm trying to think of something else that doesn't actually. <laughs> if a Twinkie expired. I don't think that's possible. You would still eat it because you're like, well, there's nothing in here that's real that's going to go bad. Candy, maybe, if I would like to help you out with a, a, a example. Sometimes, though, like if you get an old Snickers bar, you can tell. Remember those, if you'd get a Tootsie Roll and you unwrap it and that thing's just like chewing just that absolute ha- tar? That happened to me the other day. I was still, My kid still has a big old sack of Halloween candy. I was like, that wouldn't mind a little something sweet. Mm. So I grabbed a Tootsie Roll, and I was like, I want to find out which house gave my son this Tootsie Roll, because they were trying to rip his teeth out by the roots. It was like eating a, a chocolate rock. You know, now that you mention this, we, so Halloween night, we have our kids' candy. I think their candy's still out in the garage, because we have to hide it from them, because oh, Everett is like a crack fiend. Right, my kids, all kids. You'll come down at 3 o'clock in the morning, and there he is, like Gollum in the middle of the living room. Was it, was it yesterday we were talking about how messy my daughter is? Mm-hmm. So, with Halloween candy, my wife was down there making her, like, putting some new sheets on her bed yesterday mm-hmm. and grabbed her pillowcase and heard, like, a crackling. And the pillow that she was <laughs> my daughter is out of control, man. The pillow that she was using to sleep on still had candy wrappers in it. Yeah, they hide. They hide. But I'm just like, come on, man. You are not homeless. Everett's room, I, I looked under the bed one time, and he had just a pile of granola bar wrappers <laughs> under there. As if he was some hippie on a 37-mile trek. He, like, stored granola bars. When, when you were growing up, what was the thing that you weren't supposed to touch that you would sneak? Uh, I don't know. We, I, we were allowed one soda a week, so we would sneak. A week? Yeah. My, wow. Well, I don't know if that was for health reasons or just because we were poor. Mm-hmm. And my parents didn't. We're not buying two 12-packs a month. You know, so we would get one soda a week. And then there was the school-only snacks, the Ho-Hos, the Ding-Dongs, the Twinkies, all those things. We were not allowed to touch those, but we'd sneak them. And then we'd throw the wrappers, you know, behind the freezer or whatever. <laughs> Kick it under the oven. Yeah. Never find it there. <laughs> I, if I, there was one thing I ever remember is if when my brother and I would split a Totino's pizza, yeah. our, our, our house rule was one of you cuts it and the other one picks. Let me tell you, man. You guys got the lasers out. NASA doesn't do measurements this precise. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great. Uh, I, what would you call it? Like, a rule? A great strategy, though, to keep people honest. Well, yeah, but then I'm like throwing on like that jeweler's little eyepiece and like counting pepperonis, and I'm like, yeah, this <laughs> this is definitely the side I want. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, but that was our big thing. The, the one soda a week. Now looking back, is hilarious to me. Uh, people also keep the text still rolling in about. Expiration gates. Wood, as long as it's sealed, it's fine from Bobby. Uh, Amy, drink it. Build up your immune system. That wouldn't be a bad idea for the guy who's sick every 35 minutes. It, maybe. My body's such a fine-tuned machine. <laughs> Considering how much garbage is in soda, I think you could probably drink it three years from now and it'll be fine. I don't know I about don't know, that. Three years. Uh, Kyle says pop is safe to drink after the expiration date. It's just a few months, so I know what I'm talking about. I've been uh, recertification a third time in food health and safety. Holy smokes. So that's pretty good. Jen knows what she's talking that's, about. That's right that. from the expert's mouth right there. Now, I, is there a reason, and maybe somebody has, since the texter's already coming with so much knowledge, why is it called pop-up here? I don't, why is it called soda in the South? Why? why? But see, when I moved down then why to, do some people call it soda pop? When, you move, well, like when I moved to Atlanta, everything's Coke. Right. Everything's like you go into a restaurant that only serves Pepsi. They'll say, what do you want? And you say a Coke. And then they tell you what kind. Right. And so I don't know. I just find that interesting. Like you go to certain regions. Like when I was growing up in Ohio, it was pop. Yeah. And I remember the first time I moved down to the South and I said, hey, can I get a pop? They'll look at Kyle Hendricks punched me. That's like when I, when I moved down South, I said, where's the cash machine? And everyone was like, what the hell is a cash machine? What is a cash machine? An ATM. We, oh. we used to call them cash machines. I'm never, I've never heard that Back, one. You have, you've never heard the term cash machine before. No. Really? I've always heard ATM. Where's oh. the ATM? No. Oh, yes. Oh, now that you used it in a sentence, yeah, now I see. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> now I see how off I was. I, but I've probably used an ATM three times in the past year. How is that? How do you get by? How? I don't use cash. 
I used it in New York, obviously. You know, but outside of that, I don't like using cash. Don't you, don't you ever like cracking your kid, cracking your kids off a couple bucks once in a while? Hell no! I oh. pay all their bills. What do, what do they need cash for? I don't know. Because don't you remember when you were a kid? It was fun just to have cash. You know, like, what go- are they spending this money on? I don't know. Don't they want things? I provide everything. Oh please, everything. Maybe they want to put money towards a loving role model in their life. They got one. <laughs> they got mom. <laughs> <laughs> True words, my friend. True words. Uh, Pop is a northern term because of how cold it gets, and it goes pop when frozen in the middle of the night left in your car. And Wood, you said you had something that you needed to bring up right out the gate today. Uh, What was it? Two weeks ago, you and I went to Grand Forks. Yes. Had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Got to meet some phenomenal clients out there. Heck yeah, we did. And one of the places we went to was like a health and beauty place. Yes, where they do like Botox and lip injections and those types of deals. Now, leading into this, Kelly Jordan said... I will absolutely do the bro talks. I don't remember, if I may go on record, I don't remember ever having this conversation. I don't know if you guys asked me after a few drinks. I don't ever remember saying I would get bro talks. You absolutely said it. And I, I don't remember saying this. We show up, and Kelly instantly kind of pulls me aside. He's like, hey, man, I, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so I stepped up. And I have always thought about getting laser hair removal on my head. So you never had to shave again. As someone, if, if you're out there and you're a bald fella and you have to do it, you know it can kind of be a pain in the ass. I'm sure it's very similar to ladies shaving their legs. Yes. It can be a chore at times. And if you let yours go for a few days without maintaining it, we're going to see some funny stuff going on. And you absolutely start to see the horseshoe pattern. Right. You're going you're gonna to age 40 years overnight. Which, by the way, if you actually kind of think about it, how messed up that is, that every ball guy has the same pattern on the top of their head. Like, we couldn't figure something out. <laughs> All part of God's plan, my friend. We're literally shooting animals to the moon every week. Some guys look decent, though, and they just shave the horseshoe pattern down a little bit. You know, where it's like, it almost kind of looks like they're bald, but they show you they still have a little something left. Kind of like the Jeff Bezos right yeah, now. Yeah, where it's like, okay, like, he hasn't lost all his hair, but I get it. Anyway, sorry. I go chrome dome. There has never been a, and I, I stand by this, there has never been a better time to be a bald man in history than right now. I don't know, man. Oh, I was going to say something, but it was going to end up being political, and I will take it back. Please do. I... Said, okay, I'm going to do the laser hair removal. Because they offered it at this fantastic establishment. Right. And she was so nice, too. And she did a phenomenal job. And she, t- I honestly thought, okay, cool, I'm going to sit down. She's going to blast my head real quick, and I'm done and never have to shave my head again. Right. Come to find out, that's not how it works. Your hair apparently grows in three stages. Yeah. And they'll only do certain sections at a time. And she broke it down, like, scientifically, why that happens. I don't remember, but she told us. So she did it. Okay, good. Great. Got it done. Nothing was going on. Started growing back normal. Okay, fine. Two days ago, I kind of started feeling my head. I'm like, wow, this side of my head's really soft. And I go to the other side, and it's hairy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I literally have the camera on right now, and I'll, we'll post this on the social media pages later. Okay, let's see. I'm going to show you, Kelly. <laughs> The right side of my head is bald. Uh, You you might need to let a little bit of hair grow in, though, because it's really... Now, this is the side she lasered. I can tell. The left side... Hair. The ones that look like a cheetah. (laughs) I am growing in splotches now. (laughs) You gotta go back first. Well, she said it takes more than one treatment. She said eight treatments. It would take eight treatments. Yeah, she just gave you the... She gave you the, you know... They get you hooked. The treatment. first of eight right. treatments. And so now you look like a leopard. And I, I mean the animal. And I will say this. It works. Uh, absolutely. I can tell from here that it works. The spasta she blasted is baby <laughs> soft. The problem is I'm like running in his... <laughs> well, it's the, not good. I got to keep a hat on. The funny thing is it's like a third of your head. And because you need more than one treatment, it's mm. not its not like just a third of your head is smooth now. A third of your head is growing in, looks like camouflage. I, it, I look splotchy. <laughs> it does. And so I was going to shave this yesterday, but I said no for the show. Yeah. Show them all. You got to let it grow out for like a week. Absolutely not. <laughs> this is getting shaved today. Okay. If we were to say say we had some big event coming up. That no. we're, that, <laughs> listen to me, man. Let me finish a sentence, mm-hmm. all right? That we're going to do for charity. All right, and people said we will come. We will get fifteen thousand dollars to the charity of your choice if Wood lets his hair grow out for a month. 
No. You wouldn't do you it? Are, you are giving me Vietnam flashbacks to that cancer fundraiser for that kid. When it was, I was working at Venice the Bouncer. Right. And they had the half this place packed with people. And all these people were sitting down and shaving their heads. It was very, very heartfelt. Right. It was for- very... Because like every head they shaved, like they raised money. Right. And someone comes over and says, how about you shave that beard? Yeah. No. I wouldn't do it. Now, remember... I was, at this time, I was probably 420 pounds. Right. On your way to 500. No, I was on my way down. Thank you very much. Hey, you went back up. I was a big fella. <laughs> it, the beard protected the, probably chins six <laughs> through eights from being shown. Oh, that must have been a long one. <laughs> it protected showing all this stuff. And I said to myself, I'm like... I, I can't do it. And you've seen me when I shave my beard. It's a, You look like a completely different person. I look like Uncle Fester. My <laughs> face looks like a thumb. Well, you got because it's, it's, you're so smooth. I know. And it's so round and eggish. And I just said no. And the room started to boo me. <laughs> I, as the bouncer, had to leave the room. Other, I was going to be physically accosted. So if I can look those people in the face and say no, I can absolutely look you in the face and say no. All right. What if... Somebody said, we will donate $10,000 to Kelly's wife's medical bills for her breast cancer if Wood just lets his hair grow out. You would do that to my wife. I know your wife. Yes. She's a lovely human. And what she she has gone through has been huge, and you have been awesome leading your family through it. Y'all are good. (laughs) (laughs) They'll figure it out. They have insurance. Layton's a very good place to work. You don't understand. <laughs> now, clearly, I'm not making a joke about my wife's condition. No. I'm just, you know, we're friends. I'm seeing, would you let your hair grow out? I, my dad. My, or a friend. You know, my dad has a standing offer on the table of yeah. $10,000 for me to let my hair grow down to my shoulders to, like Hulk Hogan. I was going to say, you look like Hulk Hogan. You, could do, you, even, you already got the mustache. I've never understood Hulk Hogan's mustache. Mm-hmm. How does it, like, move in the wind? How does he do that? Because it's like an opium. Like he's like looks like a like an opium den. Yeah, but it's but it's weird. Like but it's short on top, long on the side. No, he literally he, has a mullet mustache. He doesn't have like the wisps like you see like out of right. the old, like kung fu movies. He doesn't have that. He just has like a Fu Manchu. Yeah, I, sweet. You could do it, man. No, the long. Because I'm going to be the old guy whose hair is thinning on top, and I'm still going to act like it's not. When are you going to shave your head? I don't look good with a shave. I, I did it for a while. I didn't like it. You still have really good coverage. Uh, You're years away from really having to... If I can get to my 60s, which is still far away, mm-hmm. then, I'll, then I don't care anymore. But now, you know, I'm young and swinging. I, I got to have a little something up top. Text in. Answer this. If you're a lady listening right now, does hair actually matter to you? It all depends on the, like, here, we have a picture of me in the studio with my head shaved, and it's not a good look. You look fine in that photo. I don't, I don't like it. I, you gotta have the right facial structure. You gotta, I think you gotta, you gotta be a bigger fella. Not fat, tall, mm-hmm. is what I mean to say. But uh, seriously, if you're a lady, does hair really matter? Like, if you text in, does hair actually matter? Is this something that we've just kind of thrown out there and all, oh yeah, sure, I, you know, you've never, hair. you've never seen a dude with really good hair and be like, man, I'd love to have that hair. No. If I had hair, it would probably be long and all gross. Well, yeah, because you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, I'd be looking like Axel Rose. Look like your beard. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. You take phenomenal care of your Amy beard. says it matters only if it looks bad. So Jen says yes and no. Just keep it clean and don't be a scrub. Hair doesn't matter from Babs. Bald is sexy. Hey Babs, bald is beautiful. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) That was Babs bald. No, she says it doesn't matter. Hair does not matter from Jesse. So okay, I think I'm all right here. Yeah, no, you're fine. You you look good bald. I will tell you that. I don't look good with this going on right now, though. (laughs) We might need to go back to Grand Forks so she can put you back up on the rack. The camo look going on here. Finish the job on that one. Should we do history, my friend? Come on. to get to today on this day all the way back in 1988 walmart opened their first uh super center jeez that was back in 1988 i, I don't even know were those were those like countrywide at the time if you're wondering is this really the best price on kodak film you're not at walmart at walmart a 24 exposure roll of kodak 135 print film is just 268 every day good and you'll always find low prices. remember film Real savings on the items you want that's our promise and our commitment to you that's why walmart can Dolly commercials used to be so generic now growing up in ohio we had meyer which was kind of like that okay so but of course you know kmart and everything like that and then i guess walmart just if you're from, off the map if you're from a small town you remember pomida 
I have no idea what that, that is. That was a northern, I think that was like Iowa, I mean, it was like maybe the five state area, I don't really know, mm-hmm. but Pomida was like, it was like a more generic version of Kmart even. I think I, think I like Menards better than all of them. Uh, well, Menards isn't a isn't uh, like a Walmart. You can get anything at Menards, man. Uh, I don't know about anything. You can't get a TV there at Menards. Good if you tried hard enough. I <laughs> <laughs> got one on the wall. <laughs> here, here, you can have the one from our break room. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kmart, it was in 2004 that they announced that they were buying Sears for $11 billion. We used to be so much happier. Well, the commercials were. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, we were just a happier people back then. But yeah, it's funny because now aren't they both defunct? Kmart think, and Sears. I think Sears is just online now only. Well, maybe? that's crazy. Like in 2004, you had the internet, you saw it coming, and you still were like, you know, we're going to buy Sears for 11 billion, and then do absolutely nothing to bring it into the new millennium. 11 billion. Yeah, <sighs> and then it just went away. Mm. Uh, on this, this is crazy, dude. Because in 2019, the first known case of COVID 19 is traced is found in America. Because that's why it was 19. COVID 19. Because that's for the year. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. A Washington state resident fell ill after returning from Wuhan, China, where the outbreak began. Officials now say more than 400 people have been sickened and nine people have died. We had absolutely no idea what we were in for. I remember you and I used to joke about it. Right. Jen would give us the news story and we'd be like, Jen, is now the time to panic? Yeah. Because we thought, who cares? It's a sickness. It'll, it'll, we, just, we, we couldn't even, nothing had ever happened like that before in our lives. We had no idea what we were in for. Mm-hmm. And, and look at how different the country is now. Uh, hopefully we never have it again. Uh, we wouldn't be able to take it. Mm. And we, we, everybody already hates each other over COVID-19. Well, hopefully we learn from our mistakes in that one. And Moving ahead. What a crazy family against family. It was just Ugh. nuts. Uh, let's do some birthdays. Let's, Come let's, on, let's man. Let's lighten things up, man. By the way, uh, people texting in, uh, Pamita is the same as Shopko. Pamita. Whatever. Oh, is it? Real? Okay, I didn't know that. Because there's no Pamitas left anymore. So maybe that's what happened. I just remember my grandma having Pamita brand jello. My grandma loved Pamita in Latimer, Iowa, which is the, it, it's perfect for a small town salute, but we're not on down there. <laughs> but I think Latimer, Iowa has like 85 residents, but they had a Pamita. All right. You go there and get your jello. Uh, let's do some birthdays, Wood. Celebrating a birthday today? Isaac Hansen from the group Hansen. Now, which one was he? Doesn't matter. Well, the one was older. If, right? I, if I told you which one it was, would it help? The one was like 26, and then there was like the no, eight-year-old kid, and then there was I, that middle one. I think they were all under 16 when this jam came out. Nah, the one brother was like the oldest, and you could I, tell like he was just you know chain smoking. And I don't care who you are, this is a jam. It's one of the songs that you will turn up, but the windows are up. Oh, yeah. It's only a, it's a winter turn-up song. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have everybody knowing. I have no idea how old you're this. 29. Uh, come on, man. Are you even trying? I literally have no idea which one. And you don't even know which one it is. Uh, 42. I met one of the people right. from Hanson one time. So that had to be the older brother. It, ha- it has to be the oldest must, one. Yeah, probably. Probably the older brother. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, Wood. You better work. RuPaul, it's their birthday today. Now, are they a singer? I believe this RuPaul, right here they are. Is RuPaul? They she wants to be called woman, right? Uh, to be honest, I, and I'm trying to be respectful. I don't know. Right, and neither do I. That's what I'm asking. I'm going to assume yes. Is she a singer? Well, listen, this is her song. Yeah. And make love to the camera. But, Famous RuPaul became famous because of modeling, right? Of drag being in drag, yeah. And then she has, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race, which I think is a pretty popular show. Ah. Hold on, Sashay Shantae, fifty-seven. <laughs> I'm shocked that I know as much of this song as I do. You were kind of jamming pretty hard there. <laughs> Try not to. So Hanson, huh? <laughs> We're just getting you all in the good mood this morning. Uh, what did you say, 57? 57. Aww. RuPaul is 62 today. Holy crap. That's a good moisturizing regimen right mm. there. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> Lauren Michaels, the creator 
of Saturday Night Live. Oh, man. What happened? <laughs> COVID. You know, I used to watch that show on reruns. On, they used to have them on Comedy Central. Yeah. With, like, the Chris Rock years, Chris Farley and all that, and... Now, I because I have Peacock, they'll show like this. And even yeah. my son was watching the other day with me. He goes, that show doesn't look funny. I'm like, yeah, it's not. Not wrong. Lauren Michaels always think he's like 78. A lot of people are saying when he retires, it's time to retire that show. It's had a hell of a run. Well, what, 50 years? Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, what'd you say? how old did you say? 78. Oh, man, you're right on the nose with I that know. one. Also celebrating a birthday today, Danny DeVito, who I think is hilarious and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Ruined it. You don't think so? No. This this scene right here where, he's ta- where he uh, talks about getting mugged and buying guns. I started blasting. Bang! <laughs> well, I don't see so good, so I missed. Then they ran away. I ran after him. <laughs> Bang! Tried to shoot him in the back. But I don't want so good either. <laughs> that, That's actually really The funny gun funny. control episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia is, uh, is gold. Think about his career for not being obviously eye candy. Yeah. Going all the way back to Taxi. That was like, what, the seven, mid-70s? Yeah. And he has just done phenomenal. He's got to be 81. No, you are wrong, my friend. Aww. He's the same age as Lauren Michaels, 78 years old today. He married Rhea Perlman, right? <laughs> yeah, from Cheers. Hmm. They Tiny. Like a tiny little couple. Yeah. Well, why? Why? Why you got to point that out? What, that they're small? Yeah. Dude, I'm 5'8". Yeah, but I don't think that's politically correct. What did I say that was wrong? Tiny little people? Yeah, I think that's wrong. Okay, well, all right. Actually, it may be right. I don't know. I don't. If someone offended, I apologize. <laughs> I don't know who is offended. If Danny DeVito is listening, I apologize. Shout out to you, buddy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got what? Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 